1: Hello and welcome to the Empire Dynasty League podcast, back for our second episode of this season. Welcome in, Keeney and Hod, how are you guys?
2: Good, thank you, mate. Uh, Very, very excited, by the way. Under three days until we hit draft season, so pretty excited.
0: Well, you're looking ahead there, Keeney. I am looking to the here, present and now mock draft, ladies and gentlemen. Bring it on.
1: You are looking to the present because you have no stake in the future when it comes to hey. our <laughs> yeah. with With uh, zero picks in those four rounds, but Pod has uh, let the cat out of the bag. We are going to... Have this episode as a mock draft for the upcoming rookie draft to celebrate what's coming up this Friday. Um, Mainly because we figure that the next few weeks of digesting all that is going to go down in our league and how our lists are going to be shaped, there's going to be plenty to get through in the next two weeks. So we thought a nice quick one tonight, looking at a mock draft, taking on, trying to get into the minds of all of the league members out there listening right now, all bar one that is... Uh, And that is in relation to our song, Sorry. I'm not even going to give you guys a guess. That is a sorry to one, Matt Sheehan, who uh, was a little bit filthy with the lack of pods. A little bit? Yeah. That might be sugarcoating it, but uh, that is a sorry to you, Scoot. Not that it matters because you claimed you're never going to listen to this again, so you won't even hear this apology. But uh, a sorry for not doing a pod in the pointy end of the season there, Hod. Let's just
0: give a little context here behind the scenes, Ben, because you are a fiery little man and Papa and uh, Scooter may have been exchanging some texts and they said uh, Brody and Keeney are going to love this, but you watch Ben go off like a frog in a sock and surely there he is. He fires back that night. He's not happy. Are you a big fella?
1: I think I said to you, my words were, the only thing that makes me more angry is how accurate Scoot and Papa were. <laughs> we <never played laughs> up I was going to get over
2: it. <laughs> the old frog in a sock, eh?
1: Yep, yeah. They, uh, yeah. They, it goes all right. They got me good. That's fair to say. Uh, but no, it's good. It means that uh, It means that people care. means that they're listening. And it is fair enough. It was an insane time of year at the end of last year, and it was our first league. So... That's uh, poor form by us, and we won't let you down this year round. Um, so Sorry. <laughs> jumping in, we are going to take on a mock draft here, and what we've done is sort of randomly assign uh, different league members to each other, so the three of us are going to represent the entire league, so just a quick um, rundown of what that is. Brody will take on the picks of Steph, Matt, Tim and Jim. I will take on Keeney, Scoot and Papa. Uh, And Keeney is going to take on myself, Jake, the champ, Camo and Manny there. So that will work out to be eight picks each between the three of us. Uh, Just quickly, boys, what are our thoughts going into this?
2: Uh, Yeah. Oh, I'm certainly looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting blend. Uh, We're talking off air about just, uh, the needs versus best available so we're going to try and factor that in for you guys as well just from our point of view um, just one other thing that um, needs to be mentioned we'll just do the first two rounds tonight so we'll just do the first 24 picks we'll try and keep it snappy we'll, we'll keep 30 seconds on the clock for every pick and maybe a brief explanation on on what we thought but um, should be a bit of fun what do you reckon Hod?
0: Uh, well you mentioned blend there I'm, I'm trying to blend this foursome I've got here um, <laughs> I've obviously got the the brothers here in Matt and Tim are uh, obviously belt. at the top echelon Weep. of this league um, for now and many years to come. Are you, are you playing little sound grabs while I'm I trying was trying to-, to do a
1: stepbrother sound drop, but uh <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. I just saw it there. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> Sorry. Um,
0: so I've got a bit of a contrast here. I've got the, the power played brothers and then I've got Steph and Jim who, uh, you know, in some circles in this league, think of the bottom dwellers of the league. So it's going to be interesting um, playing off these two do blaze against each other.
1: I think you've well, got the hardest task of trying to get into the mindset of one Stefan Uh He is unpredictable at the best of times. So I'm looking forward to see how you are going to get into his mindset there. Just quietly That's also,
2: not- how about the, the motivation levels that he's arousing within his division, calling Steph and Jim cellar dwellers of the competition. (laughs) Now I've got a plaque of Matthew McMahon's uh, quote in the (laughs) startup draft about picking me in the division. I'm not sure that those two who will be tuning in to this podcast won't have something similar in the coming weeks.
1: Can you remind us what that uh... quote was?
2: It's not
0: worth mentioning Ben. (laughs) Ben. Have you been, it's, it's, you've taken it down, have you? It's all uh, it's all it's right propaganda there. anyway, the DFF says. So let's get on with it. That is true. Good idea.
1: Okay. So at the pick 101 would be the Park City Lions and uh, Keeney is going to take on that pick today. So what are you doing there, mate? Try and get into the mindset of what the Park City Lions need.
2: Well, it's interesting you say what they need because um, I don't think that factors into this pick at all. Um, look, despite Steph's kind of bluff techniques that he's rolling with throughout <laughs> the last couple of weeks, I'm going to straight bat this one. Ben will select Jacksonville QB Trevor Lawrence with the oh. 101, and, and so he should. So straight, and, uh, straight to the point, pretty, pretty simple one here, boys.
1: Lawrence is on the board. So pick two, we now go back-to-back picks of uh, oh. DFF. So Hod, what is the DFF doing at pick two and three?
0: What is he doing with his life is the bigger (laughs) question here, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, so we, we, you did mention it, Keeny. It's, it's a, we've got to go off needs, I suppose, in a mock draft, uh, setting. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to look at QB here. He's, Steph's also a little weak at wide receiver, but I think the 102 might be a bit steep here. So the question here is whether he goes with, um, The futuristic, maybe higher ceiling, Trey Lance, or does he stick with his beloved Jets and take Zach Wilson? Or does he just double up and take them both here? I'm going to lock in with the 102. He's a biased man. He's a stubborn man, and he loves the gangrene Jets. So I'm going to go with Zach Wilson at the 102. And then I'm not sure that this is an actual need for Steph, but I'm just getting an inkling that he has fallen in love with one Kyle Pitts. Now, this could be a big bombshell early in this draft, making one of the QBs slip. And I think I'm going to throw the card in. I think he's going to grab the once-in-a-generation tight end at the 103 boys. What do you think about that?
1: I am in agreement there, Hod. The only thing I think that could be different is that Steph being Steph might take Pitts at two. Just to make a statement and go <laughs> Wilson at three.
0: I, well, I actually think you nailed that. What do you think, Kenny?
2: <laughs> no, I was going to say that the first thing I noticed is that I actually think he'll be scrambling at pick two, uh, having locked in Trevor Lawrence for the last couple of weeks. He'll be actually a bit <laughs> confused that he'll have to take that one off, off the board. But yeah, the, the Pitts ones, it, look, I think wherever Pitts goes is going to be a pretty interesting talking point Post draft, um, I've seen him go in that in that three, four, five range. Wouldn't shock me at all um, mm-hmm. if he went three. Do I think that Steph has other needs? Yeah, but I mean, talent wise, upside wise, I, I kind of get it. So, fine with me.
0: Well, let's just take uh, the listeners back to the last time Steph scrambled eight hours for a draft pick. He landed the future Hall of Famer Gronkowski Cole Komet. So let's hope he doesn't uh, spend another eight hours on the clock here. Um, And just Just, just touching on that pick again.
1: Just quickly, there was the redraft where he confidently swanned up to the draft board and then realized that Uh, his player was gone. I think it was Curtis Samuel and then had to quickly scramble for a pick with about 10 seconds left on the clock. So that could happen with Lawrence. He might just sort of think, I've got Lawrence here at pick two and then realise in the last 10 seconds that he's not there.
0: And can you confirm or deny he still thinks he's a chance with Lawrence um, by talking you out of the pick?
1: He does. He genuinely thinks that uh, by saying it enough times that he'll he'll will it into existence.
0: (laughs) Um, and last thing on that, he I think wide receiver is a need for Steph. Um, but as we know, Kyle Pitts sort of is that dual position. Without the dual position, um, he could very much play wide receiver in the league. So we will move on to the 104. I've got three picks here. Bang, bang, bang. Um, Jim is up. I've got him down as wide receiver and running back um, to go here. I think... <laughs> I think uh, Manny may agree with me here, and he may get sniped. But uh, wide receivers are probably the safer play in this league. Running backs probably give you a higher upside in the short term. So I'm going to go with the wide receiver here, and Jim will lock away another generational talent in Jamar Chase. So Manny yeah. may be a little disappointed with this, this one right here. Kenny. Kenny. Very, very interesting you don't have QB
2: on that list of needs for Jimmer, given he only has the to... the enigma Aaron Rodgers, who we don't actually know who he's playing for right now, and Carson Wentz at the old horseshoe. So you don't think uh, maybe some more
1: QB depth is in order here? I was going to say more to the point that Jim flat out announced on, on the night <laughs> of the... Uh, draft pick order then he goes there's no there's no secret I'm taking a QB at pick four so interesting that you it's, haven't gone down that path.
0: It's all a smoke screen. I, I love the division I'm in and this is the reason I love it. It's just smoke screens galore with between Jim and Steph. I don't know yeah I don't know what goes in between those years but um moving on who's absolute... up with the 105
2: Keeny's yeah, I've got I've got Steve's pick at the 105. It's an absolute smoke show in your division, Hod. <laughs> um, look, looking at looking at Steve's pick here, um, I look at his team and I think he's in a pretty interesting window right now. I think his team's good enough to, to be close enough to compete. Um, and if he wants to do that, he needs to address his running back position. I think we've spoken about it plenty of times, but for mine, he's not going to win with his current running back room. Um There's been rumors floating around left, right, center that he's looking to offload the pick. Not sure if that'll happen on the night, but we shall see. But for the sake of the mock draft, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lock in Pittsburgh running back Najee Harris here at pick five for Steve to give himself a genuine chance to compete in 2021. Boys, what are your thoughts?
1: Mm, It's uh, it's a big one because I think you're right that if you look at his list, that's the spot... He would pick. Uh, he didn't take on that trend in the startup. but is that because he always had the plan of taking rookie running backs? Who knows? It will be an interesting one. I think if he took him, it's a pretty safe pick regardless. Um, I think he's going to get plenty of touches and opportunity. Hod?
0: To be honest, I didn't hear any of that. I was uh, sidetracked looking at my next pick, so we'll move on. <laughs>
1: you only had three in a row.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Harvey Norman.
2: Bit
0: distracted.
1: interest. Uh, well, I'll move on because I have got Keeney's picks at six and seven, which uh, up until a few days ago were in my possession. So I sort of had been already looking at this spot in the draft. Uh, I am looking at Keeney's team. I reckon uh, I think trying to get into his mindset here. I think he's very much a best available type drafter. Uh, so that being said, I think QB still being there are definitely going to pique his interest. I also think that Harris potentially going at pick five there might disappoint Keeney. And he obviously won't give any true thoughts here because he doesn't want to maybe influence the real rookie draft. But So I'm going to take uh, Justin Fields here at pick six. And I think Keeney is just going to lock in the talent at QB and the opportunity he's going to get at Chicago. A lot of uh, positive talk coming out of him. Obviously, a lot of people liking the fact that he slid a bit in the draft, has a chip on his shoulder. Chicago traded up to get him. There's a lot of good narratives you can build around him. Uh, I won't ask Keeney because he'll he'll just give smoke screens. Todd, what do you think?
0: Um, very interesting here because I've got Fields and Lance um, – pretty similar timelines, I think. Uh, I think they'll play maybe a bit later in the year and both have incredibly high ceiling. So, I agree with the position. Um, it'll just be probably, well, he's got another pick here, so we'll wait and see, but um, it'll be a bit of a matchup for years to come whether Fields over Lance would be the right call there. But I like it.
2: And I don't want to give too much away here, but being able to secure that handcuff to Andy Dalton is pretty important for my roster at the minute so <laughs> a sensible pick then I
1: know you I know you're throwing a bit of shade there but there was a bit of thought to that because uh, if you got fields there well at least you've got Chicago's QB and I don't think Winston's a lock to potentially uh, be a guaranteed backup so and cousins who knows in a couple of years what he'll be so I think that's uh, a pretty safe and good value pick there at six. You also pick seven. I won't spend too long on this, I think. Um, I think here you're pretty set at wide receiver. That was like your startup draft. That sort of was your goal to pick sort of some young second year receivers, third year receivers. So I think you will go running back here. Uh, and I think you will lean for Javante Williams. Is it Javante? Javante Williams? That's what I'm going to lock in there for you at Spicy. pick. Seven. Very spicy. And another Over- thinking for that is you've got Maddie Max sandwiched between pick eight and nine. And I just think that forcing Maddie to take Etienne to pair with Robinson if oh, he's thinking oh, running back could be definitely something. I know Keeney very well and I know the way that he thinks. And he very much playing pool against him, especially, is more proud of the shots that he plays that puts his opponents into shit positions. <laughs> Then actually playing the positive shots himself. It's he, He's never said
0: a truer word. That's actually <laughs> so true. This this is remarkable. And I am lobbying for your franchise to be called the Park City Houdini's from now on because <laughs> I think you're reading into the future again and nailing it. So I really love that. That is a great choice. Um, and we'll move on to the manning in question here in Matty Mac. And I've got... Running back, uh, I think I like his wide receivers, um, but they're young. So I think running back is the call here. And I just (laughs) don't—he's gonna hate this pick now. I just (laughs) don't know how how he can. He actually hates Travis Etienne, and I don't know if he can he can. Can he put that
1: pride aside?
0: Has Matt ever put his pride aside? He'll probably give us a. An eight and a half hour rundown before he picks, <laughs> but I, I actually, no, I can't do it because you said you know Keeney well, and I think I know Maddie Mack pretty well over the last forty years or however long we've known each other. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna believe in Maddie Mack because he's a smart man, and he's gonna take the best player available here. And I'm going to go to the wide receiver room. And I think, a bit concerning this year, but I believe in the talent um, in Devonta Smith at, the, at Philly. I think he might double down here on his wide receivers and just strengthen a strength rather than picking the most hated man in uh, in that franchise, in Travis Etienne. What do you think?
2: Mm. Oh, yeah, this is this is for me where the difference between taking best available versus need is really, really interesting. So for me, Trey Lance getting to pick nine seems ludicrous um, and a hard player for Matt at pick eight to pass on if he was available, regardless of how Matt's QB room is at the moment. But again, that's kind of the thought process is is more around if Matt thinks he can win with his current squad and then adding a depth piece or a value piece on the end of that, um, or if he needs a Devonta Smith Um, like you've picked here to help him win in 2021. So really, really interesting pick.
1: Mm. Mm. And speaking of, you are up now Keeney at pick nine, which is me today picking for the grouse. Um, Confusing. Very confusing. So I hope everyone listening is following along. But uh, I think you absolutely nailed a point there that I'm struggling to think of what you would do in this situation right now because... You've got only Fields, Lawrence, and Wilson off the board, meaning that mac jones and Trey Lance still out there. Um, you've taken so far Fields at pick six and Javonta Williams at pick seven. So you could just go fuck it and get um, Trey Lance here. That's absolutely on the cards for you. I could also see you doubling down on running back and just going for Etienne if he slides also to pick nine. So... That's sort of what I've narrowed it down for you there. I don't think you would take Waddle here at pick nine, uh, so I'm going to go with. Oh, I'm going to go with Etienne here at pick nine for you. Can I actually? Can I take it back? <laughs> <Can> I, ret- <laughs> I,
0: I think Timos would want you to take it back. Yeah, can I, I was retract? I'm about to hand the card in very quick.
1: I'm yeah, going Trey Lance actually. On, I, reckon you, Downing. I reckon you'll double down. You've got future picks going into next year. You'll figure out trades. I mean, you've definitely got trades on the mind with the amount of picks you've got next year. So you're going to just take value and take Trey Lance there at nine.
0: Easy. Um, Tim has lucked out on the controversial pullback um, with Ben there, but I think he hands a card in pretty quickly here with Etienne. I think running back... Um, He's obviously got a stud in Kamara um, after that. Mm. Who knows? But also with Kamara, we just we touched on it last week. We don't know how this quarterback uh, position is going to play out with the Saints. We think we know, and it might be fine. But if if there is a change there and Taysom Hill's in, then we've seen Kamara's value take a dip on the week-to-week basis. So I think Eddie N is a really nice pick for, uh, for a really strong squad, which Tim has at 10.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right, Keeney, you're up at pick 11 with Jake's team here. The champs on the clock. The champ coming into the draft at pick 11 here. Um,
2: I think this actually falls really nicely for Jake. I mean, for mine, his two biggest needs are running back and QB. I think he bites the bullet here and takes QB5 of the class. Um, Takes Mac Jones here. I think Ben Roethlisberger and Derek Carr, as his only two real options, depending on what happens with Drew Locke. But I think he's in a very shaky situation at the minute in Denver. Ben Roth could easily retire next year. Um, you know, doesn't have a first rounder next year. I think he needs to cash in and take a QB right now. Um, and that'll be Mac Jones in, in in New England. So lock him in.
1: I like it. I Actually, this was when I saw Jake trading back into the first round. I thought that this could be why he might be doing it. He's looked at the board, thought, tried to anticipate a bit like what we're doing here and thought there is a chance that one QB could end up at that pick 11. And I reckon he'd be pretty happy if he got him.
2: And the and I suppose the somewhat irony is that this was obviously Pappa's original pick that he traded out for Daniel Jones. So yeah, it's always hard to know if there's going to be a QB there. And look, there, there's no guarantee that the, all five will be gone by pick 11, but... There, there's yeah, two ways to look at that. You
1: could say Daniel Jones, Papa has got him locked in guaranteed. I don't. He'd take a yes. fair risk hoping that Mac Jones is still there at 11. True. So I think he would be happier knowing that he, at least it's guaranteed he's got the QB. All right. End of the first round, we've got uh, Hod taking the last pick for the DFF for this round. What have you got, mate?
0: What I've got... Is this is why I love mock drafts. I could not give a flying toot about Steph and his team, but I have just been swiped <laughs> there. If Mac Jones got to twelve, Steph would have lucked out yeah. something massively. And I, I've the wind's gone out of my sails, to be honest. And that's for <laughs> Steph, who I don't care about one bit. So um that is a massive uh yeah. That's that's a massive. Um, I'm I'm even losing my words. This, this is a ma- mental breakdown live on air. Um, <laughs> Mate, you've
2: only Jesus. got eight hours. You've only got eight hours. You've been sniped
0: by Trevor Lawrence and now
2: sniped by Mac Jones. What's going on?
1: Hey, imagine if well, what's Hod, going on. Imagine if Hot actually had a pick in the real. Oh, Jesus, It'd be great. a mess.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, eight hours is a bit longer than thirty <laughs> seconds or whatever <laughs> we're doing. But the wide receiver position um, is the only one that he hasn't addressed so far with taking Wilson and Pitts early. Um, and there still is, I think, a pretty handy player here um, that is worthy of this spot for sure. So I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle and I'm going to need a, a few minutes to just have a look at the next pick here. So, uh, boys, Jalen Waddle, what do you think? Ben, start with you. He's your boy. Um, no, he's not. Is he my boy? No, he's not. Uh, no, he's... Th- the Dolphins got Waddle.
1: Is that what you were going for?
0: Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, Um, yeah, because I thought he was going to the Giants.
1: No, look, I don't mind it. I actually sort of think that... I think these 12 players will go in the first round. That's what I've anticipated. Uh, I don't know what exact order. It could be very different to this, but I think Waddle is absolutely a good pick there at the end of the first round. So, um, yeah, don't mind it at all. I think, Keeney, your thoughts, and then, Matt, we might just do a quick sort of review of the first round.
2: Yeah, I think... um... You know, wide receiver two, three, four, five is all kind of up for debate in this class. I think they're all pretty similar. So to grab kind of Waddle, but the back end of the first round is pretty pretty nice spot, really. And um, you know, he's had some comparisons with Tyreek, as everyone has. But um, they obviously liked him, took him in the top ten, which is you know historically a pretty uh, pretty beneficial spot for a wide receiver to go in terms of historical production. So good pick at pick twelve, I reckon.
0: Very good. Now, shall we move on to the 201 um, start of the second round? I have got the DFF again. Now, I think the listeners would agree with me here that he may just push up the um, the board here and take someone like a Kyle Trask this early. But I will refrain <laughs> from uh, making him do that. I think. I think. Running back is a position here. He got rid of Joe Mixon, um, which some on this podcast still question. Um, so I think there is one player I, I like here. Um, and again, it just taps into this gangrene love fest that the DFF has. I think I might select Michael Carter, the running back mm. here for the Jets, um, at the start oh of the second.
1: Ooh. All right. Uh, Paul 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 oh, Lamical. I do um, just touching on you mentioned the Joe Mixon trade. I actually have a a sound grab of Mixon after he got traded away from the DFF. He had this to say. All I live for, all I live for, all I live for was to get out of the factory. <laughs> well. That's all he lives for is to get out of the factory, apparently. So uh, that's what Joe Mixon had to say there. That's, um yeah, there's something to
2: be said about prizing someone out of the factory and expecting a nice return the following year once he's been rid of the factory. I like it.
1: Yeah. You, some some might say the Adam Gase of the EDL. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Possum. <laughs> awesome. uh, all right. Well, pick two. Uh Scoot is on the clock here at pick two. And I'm uh I'm picking on behalf of Scoot here and I've been looking at his list, trying to think of what he would be looking for. Obviously QB is something he's only got the two QBs. One of them's Fitzpatrick. So maybe who knows, we haven't done anticipated any trades, obviously during this draft. I don't think he'd be picking one of the next QBs like a Trask or whoever here at the top of the second. So I reckon what Scoot would do is probably just double down for value uh, at this point. And Just looking, I like Rashad Bateman. I don't like the landing spot. So I reckon he might just go with an Elijah Moore here for the Mm. New York Jets and just say him as Wilson's number one target. Try and lock that duo in. So I'm going to uh, put Elijah Moore, Eli, another Eli in New York there.
2: I like it. Mm. I like it. I like it. Do you? <laughs> I do. Um, I've got Camo Give on the us clock. Give then. <laughs> well, I will. I've got I've got Camo on the clock next up, and um, that would have been the selection I would have locked in for Camo. Not that that means that it's a great pick for Scoot, but um, yeah, I just think he can, you know, he can get into immediate work in in New York, new QB, new coach, um, highly rated. Highly sought after. I think it's he's one of the top wide receivers. Like as I said before, I don't, like out of Waddle, Smith, Elijah Moore, Bateman, wouldn't shock me if either of them are the best of the class.
0: Hmm. He was um, he obviously very short handed um, can do a lot of uh, yards after the catch sort of play. But he was um, he was getting a bit of first-round attention, and for whatever reason, did fall. So he's pretty highly regarded, as you mentioned there, Kenny. Good pick.
2: Mm. Well, I'll move on to Camo with the third pick of the second round here. Um, As I mentioned, I would have probably taken Elijah Moore for Camo. So you can probably guess where I'm going with this one. Um, I I think Camo needs to address, and I think he will address his wide receivers here. He's got Terry McLaurin, which is a really nice young piece. But after that, Odell Beckham and Adam Thielen um, are his other two wide receivers the tricky thing for me here is he's also got Hollywood Brown and I would really like to lock in Rashad, uh, Rashad Bateman here. Um, but with, with having Hollywood Brown, I've, I find that an interesting dynamic for if he would actually do that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Um, I just think he's, he's really talented. I don't like the landing spot, but at this point of the draft um, lock him in and, and let's see if he can produce. I think he's, I think if he went to a different landing spot, he'd be in the first round of a rookie draft. So you get him in the second, take it.
0: Couldn't agree more with Bateman.
1: All right. Benny. Nice. Uh, no, I totally agree. I think that uh, there's a lot of people out there who would have had Bateman potentially as a first round pick. The landing spot was the uh, the one knock, I suppose, on him. So I still think you take the talent there, don't you? So... Very nice pick there. And you're backing up again, Keeney, as the the
2: The champs for Jake. He's back. So I think I I looked at Jake's squad and obviously he won it last year, the champ. Um, I think he addressed his his need for Mac Jones in the first round. I'm going to address another need here for the champ. I look at his running back room with Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette, um, as his kind of mainstays there. I think he's a little thin. Uh, Todd Gurley, who's um, in a, a nursing home right now, um, <laughs> so I'm going to go to San Francisco and take Trey Sermon here Ooh. as the fourth pick in the second round for Jake's team.
0: Yes, I, um, Sermon. I like lo- <laughs> clever Ben. Mm-hmm. I um I like I do like this. He probably an underrated. Um, Underrated expectations coming in. And then the landing spot, obviously, we all know what San Francisco's like. You never know what you get. You've got um, most it who they seem to love but can't stay on the park. You've got Jeff, my man, Wilson, who um, turned it on later in the year. So we'll see what they do with him. Um, but then, obviously, if, if it's the lure of that one bell cow in that offense. And if Trey Sermon came in and really impressed, um, then that could be an absolute jackpot in the second yeah. round. So <clears throat> I like well, that. That was
1: the talk of any free agent that potentially landed in San Fran was always going to be a very coveted player. So if Sermon does get uh fall into favor in that Kyle Shanahan offense, that would be an extremely good pick at the 204. So the 205, which is uh the Jim city stallions on the clock. What are, uh, what are you going there with Hod?
0: The Stallions, speaking of a lot of sermon, um, we will go with... Uh, we've got running back and uh, wide receiver here again. I'm doubling down on the depth here for Jim. I'm not going to go to the quarterback room like you want me to, Keeney. Was um, I uh, I think I'm going to go here. It's bloody high pressure, this mock draft. Mm. Um, I'm going to go to the position that I think is the deepest of any. I'm going to go back to wide receiver. And there's a player here that um, could be anything. I don't know about the landing Mm. spot because there's a lot of mouths to feed there, but I think that's an offense that can facilitate a lot of mouths. um, Unlike what we talked about with Bateman in um, Baltimore. So I'm going to select Rondell Moore here, the absolute pocket rocket. Mm. Um, If they can get him in the slot there, he could be um, what they were hoping with Christian Kirk
1: hmm very nice and picking for scoot the pick after that was who i was eyeing off for him so i uh even though i'm not scoot i'm disappointed that you took him there because now i have to feverishly try and find another pick so keeney give us your thoughts while i do so
2: yeah i probably reiterate what Hod said i think ppr is going to suit him down to the ground um obviously you know slot receiver could he take some time away i'm I, I've got um, Chase Edmonds, so I'm looking at him. He could be involved in the kind of running game in terms of jet sweeps and stuff like that. I think they could use him everywhere. And I think, as you said, I think it's it's no good for Isabella. He's basically gone, been replaced. Um, I think they've obviously picked him to be used pretty quickly into this offense, and he could be dynamic in um, what should be, again, a pretty high-powered offense in Arizona.
1: Nice. All right, well, uh, I've scrambled, and... uh... Maybe this might be appropriate that I played the song Sorry at the Start for Scoot, picking here again for him. I might be apologizing again, but I'm looking at his team and uh, he's very, very thin on the position of tight end. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, with Kyle Pitts going at the pick three, he was never realistically going to fall into Scoot's hands, but I don't know if he would reach this high for a tight end, but... I am going to try and hypothesise here with who knows what Hayden Hurst will be in Atlanta, especially with Kyle Pitts obviously there now. Uh, so I'm going to go with Pat Fryer Muth at the 2:06 mm. here. Just mm. throw a bit of a spanner in the works and see what happens. What do you think? Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, I
2: was again. I was going to do a similar thing for Jakey Boy um, next pick, but. Got in before me, so you know. I think once we get to this area of the draft, it could just turn into a snipe show because uh, there's it kind of for mine. It drops away a little bit, or well, it doesn't drop away, but mm. it just gets very even very quickly.
1: It's sort of um, it's definitely. hard to know how when you pull the trigger on certain positions that don't have the depth. I suppose, like as you said, Hod, wide receiver, story of your life, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, wide receiver, a lot of players (laughs) to pick from, but it does thin out in a lot of spots. So if you are needy in those spots, do you reach high or do you hope that they fall to a later pick? But we'll wait and see. You've got back-to-backs here, Keeney, with Jake at the 7 and 8.
2: We certainly do. Um, So obviously, Jake, just to recap, we've got Mac Jones in the building, uh, Trey Sermon as well. Um, I'm just going to take who I think, (laughs) has the biggest upside and maybe best available here um, may not be a need, but I'm going to take Terrace Marshall um, LSU receiver from who went to Carolina. Um, I think highly, again, another highly talented wide receiver that fell in the draft due to a bit of a medical, but um, one of the very few kind of big alpha receivers in this draft kind of um, some comparisons to kind of an AJ Brown type in terms of, um, that kind of wide receiver. I think this is a nice dart throw in the middle of the second round for, for Jake um, and his team, and he can just let him sit on the taxi squad and, and hopefully can form a role next to DJ Moore in, in Carolina and what, again, should be a pretty good offense.
0: Mm. I think um, for memory, Marshall held his own um, a couple of years ago mm. um, in that uh, mm. very powerful LSU offense. Um, and you, you said medical. I thought there were some red flag character concerns there that's um, played a part in his fall. But anyway, these are where you th- uh, throw um, darts at the dartboard and hope you hit a jackpot, which he could be, as, as you mentioned, a, a bigger receiver, which most of them are that little pocket rocket sort of um, yards after the catch. So nice.
2: Mm. Um, and Jake's got back-to-back picks. Uh, you mentioned throwing a few darts at the dartboard. Um, I I, I pick Mac Jones for Jake at pick eleven. I'm gonna go and throw a real dart here, um, and I'm gonna take Kellen Mond Ooh. from Minnesota Ooh. for Jakey boy. I just think he won it. He, he's won a chip, Jake, and why not shoot for some upside of this part of the draft? Um, I don't think there's a heap of running backs left for his team. We've taken. We've taken one of those. We've taken a receiver. We've taken Mac Jones. Let's just let Kellen Mond sit on the pine for a couple of years. Let's let him
0: brew, let him develop, and we'll see what happens. I have um, I have become familiar with Kellen Mond and Davis Mills and Kyle Trax, but I'm just scrolling down here. Has anyone come across Felipe <laughs> Franks? <laughs> <laughs> Not, he won't be on my team, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a taxi addition later in the year. Just for name Good value
1: bad. alone. Hmm. Very nice. Any thoughts on that pick? Uh, no. We're yeah, getting to I, that stage. where I don't mind it that you're right. This is – I actually don't know when Jake's next pick is. Does he have a third or fourth round pick? He's wherever? got a
2: third, yeah.
1: He's got a third. So, no, I don't mind. Late that, third. As you said, he's won it. He's happy to sort of just have some dart throws, let him sit, let him marinate on the taxi squad. Uh, I don't hate it.
2: Well, he's, and, and Mon's just the type of QB that if it all worked out for him, you, you talked about Cousins having only a couple of years to go. Like He's a different QB to Cousins, but he's a fantasy-relevant QB if it all works for him. So you're going to have to wait a couple of years, but for someone like Jake, it could be a nice little pick for him.
1: Definitely. Hod, any thoughts?
0: Nothing, nothing, more, nothing more to add on that. I think you're spot on.
1: Excellent. Well, we'll move then to... Uh, Papa who's got the next pick who I'm picking on behalf of Papa who has 9 and 12 in the second round here so you know maybe some thoughts into what Papa would do uh, with both of these picks obviously with what his needs are I'm sort of just looking at his team Uh, obviously QB is something to think of so who knows if that Kellen Mond pick might uh, upset him there going just before (laughs) him I think also something that Papa, he's pretty strong at running back. I'd say that wide receiver um, is probably yep. his next area to look at. So, that being said, I'm going to go with a, uh, a pick Home here a pick. that is no way influenced by anything outside of fantasy football here, and he's going to pick up Kadarius Tony at pick nine. Tooney. Tooney uh, for the New York Giants. So, he was... A pick that a lot of uh, commentary has been on. That uh, what was it? The who's the Jags bloke again? Coach can't think of his name. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah, came out and said that he was disappointed or he was heartbroken that he didn't land to him. So a lot of uh, a lot of positive buzz coming out for Tony. What's your thoughts on?
0: I like what you've done here because we've mentioned it last week. It's it's sort of chipped in for Danny Dimes and Papa's obviously traded for him and now you're packaging him up with Tooney. So um, could be a really nice pick for the Punishers. What do you think, Keeney?
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, look, he's the last remaining first-round wide receiver on the board in the real NFL draft as well. So to get him at the kind of the back end of the second round, um a bit of a steal for mine, and I'm guessing Ben would be hoping that Papa doesn't take him and he
0: slips through to Ben's Let's pick next, to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, I snot um... myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, <you> did. <laughs> I was just... It's a really good point, Keeney, because I'm just looking back at all these receivers. And what was Tony? 22nd overall pick. Yeah, 20th, and you got Marshall. Third off the yeah. board. Yep, Marshall, second round, I think. Rondo Moore, second round. Um, Rashad Bateman... All of these players picked ahead in our mock draft were all picked after. so just. I think
1: the argument you can make there is that there's a lot of mouths to feed in New York, so um, you don't know if Sterling Shepard and Tony are going to share that slot role, whatever it may be. I actually think that uh, that pick for the Giants in real life means probably more to Sterling Shepard's decrease in targets than it does for potentially Tony, but we'll wait and see.
0: So Tony Tony to take over Shepard and Calvin Benjamin to take over Evan Ingram. <laughs> bang bang.
1: <laughs> Hold on, I think I just heard Matt's heart breaking.
0: <laughs> and I heard I, I think I heard Jake's shaft reaching. <laughs> Jeepers.
1: <laughs> oh come on, Keeney.
2: Straight, straighten this up. We got three picks to go, guys. Um, Ooh, Ben's straight. back on the Ben's back on the clock here. He's uh, taken Trevor Lawrence, so his next pick comes at the 210. Um, He'll look to address wide receiver again. Hod, I think you mentioned it. It's the deepest uh, deepest position at this point of the draft. I don't think there's a heap of running back QB tight ends that you'd want to take in this spot, and there's still a few nice wide receivers. Looking at kind of who's left, we've got Amari Rogers at Green Bay. That worries me a fraction with what's going on there. Dimey Brown in Washington. Tylen Wallace, not a great landing spot in Baltimore. Nico Collins could be available here. The Houston wide receiver. But again, I think that's an ordinary situation. Um, I'm going to lock in Dimey Brown here. The Washington Redskin deep threat with Fitz Magic. I think he can have a nice rookie season. Not anything special, but I think he's a nice little upside dynasty play. um, And a nice pick at the 210.
0: Washington football team, yeah. I was just about to say we are a politically correct podcast and I'll just correct that. Um,
1: did I say Redskins? Yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, again.
0: I apologies to all the
2: um, Washington skins out there.
0: Yeah, I think, um, again, it's a good position to sort of take your stabs at here. It's it's pretty yep. deep. As you mentioned, it's um, even from uh, after the top three or four guys. So um, I think the, the football team... You know they've got a gunslinger there this year. There could be some stats there for the receivers. And they've who have they got? They've got um, obviously uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry, scary Terry, Terry is Samuel. Curtis the Samuel number Samuel. one, and Curtis Samuel in as that gadget player. So there is there could yeah. be there's a path. Um, there's a path there for sure.
1: There is a path. I uh, I've got Scoot into Papa here to finish off the second round. Um, just looking. What a finish. What a finish exactly uh it would it will be interesting because I actually think that both teams here have some similar needs obviously quarterback between these two blokes is uh, is something to think of especially with uh, they've only got am I right they've only got two viable options each at quarterback on their roster yep goot having Stafford and yes sir. and Papa having Brady and Jones now. <laughs> They'll want to lock that away. I reckon uh, Scoop will probably hope that Fitzpatrick gets a fair run this year. But I think just out of uh, coverage himself, he will go for Davis Mills here at pick 11. I think Texans have uh, made it pretty clear that uh, Deshaun ain't playing at Houston this season based off their first pick in the second, was it second or third round? I can't remember in the real draft. Uh, it was a QB. So that's clearly alarm bells there, whether it's through the lawsuits, whether it's through Deshaun saying that he doesn't want to be on the Texans. I think that Davis Mills gets a, uh, a look here at a potential play this year, Hod.
0: Well, we mentioned it before, like this is evident, the positions thin out and I think it's ironic and I can say this because Scoot won't listen, but he is called the skinhead for a reason. And <laughs> the position has definitely thinned out as he's, as it he has his bonds. Um, so I, I don't mind it though. It's a, it, it's, it's probably the, the last um, shooting for the stars pick in that position. Yeah. Um, as you as you stated clearly, what's going on with Deshaun. So um, I like the pick there. And I think
2: yeah, I think it um, I think it's a smart pick. I mean, if history repeats, the last time a rookie QB backed up Tyrod Taylor, um, <laughs> I think I think if Houston can get the docs onto him, we might be onto something pretty special. <laughs> Stranger gonna... things have happened. Start
1: taking insurance
0: out on yeah, his
2: arms. Uh, if that's well, the I think, case, I actually think Davis Mills is a big chance to get some snaps next year. Whether he plays the year after, or whether they draft one the year after, is probably the biggest question. But like, I think he can he can make the field next year, no problem.
1: Absolutely, second round is it was second round, wasn't it? That Houston took third out. round, but it was, it was their round. first pick. Yeah, first pick. Oh, that's that's uh, you don't do that unless you obviously have concerns at that position, and I think that's sort of a bit of the thinking there who knows uh which does lead us to the last pick of the second round which is the punishers and uh I don't know this is me trying to trying to put myself in the mindset of the bloke who just finished runner-up does he go all chips in does he try and just get that little bit further does he also have at the back of his mind to think about the future not too sure with Papa here. Um, I am going to go with a little bit of a future coverage pick here because Kyle Trask is just sitting there for him at the two twelve. Tom Brady, this could be his last hurrah. I know that Papa wants another two years out of him, but if he's also got his understudy in Kyle Trask, he's also sitting pretty with that coverage at QB. So I'm going to lock in Kyle Trask to round out our second round. What do you think?
0: Well, all, I, all I'll say on this is um, there's obviously a feud between Papa and Ben, for those who don't know. So whoever, um, I mean, Ben's picked Kyle Trask. So there is zero chance that Papa will pick whoever Ben suggested. What do you think, Kenny?
2: I think the exact opposite. I think out of all the picks, this is the <laughs> one that has been nailed in the mock draft. There is no doubt in my mind that Papa sure. will take Kyle Trask and say, Boys, trask. I've Trask Trask. Boys, I've got the successor to the great Tom Brady. I've got the Bucks QB room sewn up. I'm good to go. Let's go. I can see it. I think it's 100 what he does. Unanimous inclusion. We shall see.
1: Almost a unanimous <laughs> inclusion. Uh, if only Hod was on board with it. So there we go, guys. We'll just do a, a quick recap here. The first round we had Trevor Lawrence going at. 101. Wilson and Pitts to Steph's team there. Chase going to Jim at the pick four. Uh, Manny taking Harris as the first running back in forever. Uh, Keeney going with Fields and Javonta Williams at six and seven. Matt going Devonta Smith at eight. Trey Lance at pick nine back to Keeney. Uh, Etienne falling to Tim at 10. Uh, Mac Jones falling all the way to pick 11 with Jake and then rounding out the first round went Waddle to Steph at 12. Keeney, run us through the second round.
2: Uh, Second round, we had Michael Carter. Nice little early uh, running back sort of action there. Um, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Trey Sermon. uh, Rondell Moore. Moore. That's Rondell Moore. At the 206, we went back to the tight end well with Fry Muth. Uh, then we had Terrace Marshall and Kellen Mond there for the champ. Jake just l- loading up a little QB effort. Kadarius uh, Tony, time. nice pick at the 209. Diami Brown, Davis Mills, and Kyle Trass to round out the second round. So what's that in total? Seven QBs in the first two rounds. Eight. Interesting stuff.
1: Eight. Eight, Eight QBs. Yeah. Eight QBs. Who knows? Just man, I was doing two. the tally. It uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, we were way off the mark. Whether this maybe had any bearings, or hopefully, what <laughs> happens is we just get inside everyone's head and get them to maybe think about: should I take the pick here, even though that was uh, taken in the mock draft? Who knows how this will play out on Friday? Any final thoughts there, Hod? Before we move to the finish.
0: No, I'm just looking at um, the tally of the positions there. Um, I think uh, we were just discussing it off air last year. Um, Quarterbacks probably went a bit later, but now eight going in the first two rounds is pretty interesting to me, including you could probably argue half of them are not even um, prospects for this year. Um, Only five running backs in obviously a premium position in fantasy football. Nine wide receivers, we talked about it, um, the deepest position by far. And only two tight ends in a... Tight end premium league is interesting. I, I actually like a few. I didn't have any picks to um, after Jim at the 205, but I actually like a few tight ends there that perhaps could have gone in those spots, um, especially in a um, yep. tight end premium league. So they, they are my
1: two cents. I have Very... been led to believe that you do like a tight end, Todd. So mm. uh, that mm-hmm. checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Keeney, final thoughts.
2: Uh, excellent no, my, my final thoughts is that the draft really does kind of start with what Steph does at the 2-3 like I think the whole complexion changes um, depending on what he does so really looking forward to the, the way he goes about it um, and then the flow on effect off the back of that so I thought uh, no it was good fun tonight doing this it's um, obviously hard to nail down but I think it's uh, an interesting exercise and we'll see how we go next week
1: Was an interesting exercise indeed, uh, especially that second round does start to open up a bit. I think that first round, like in the NFL draft, there's uh, pretty similar to the consensus sort of rankings, but it does then uh, filter into team needs, whether people are really considering uh, other teams, all those sort of things. So, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see if on Friday, when this all kicks off, that uh, whether we were on the money, whether we were way off the mark, time will tell. I'm sure we will probably knowing this league get nothing but positive feedback on the decisions that we made on behalf of everyone else. So I have no doubt that we'll await nothing but positive feedback from all other members of this league. Uh, So yeah, looking forward to Friday. I obviously kick off proceedings there. So I might make everyone wait the full eight hours into the Saturday, who knows? I'll, I'll wait and see if anyone wants to come to me with a trade. It has only been about three weeks since we found out the 101 and not a single person has asked. So I can only imagine that people are just waiting for the night to do it. Keeney, any final thoughts there?
2: Uh, no real uh, final thoughts other than good luck to everyone.
0: Drafting and HOD,
2: hope you have an enjoyable
0: night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I told you boys. I just couldn't couldn't get past it, um, but we'll carry on. I thought we were sharp. I thought we were actually absolutely sharp here and uh I the the watch this space we did it last week but can i get into this draft that is the watch this space we will see if there's any some draft day trading uh going on i've got eight hours per pick i think i can weasel in here but i will confirm as well i am a man who loves a tight end premium podcast over and out (laughs)